In a world where options are limitless, but time is not, two heroes take a stand against injustice and overwhelming viewing choices. Starring Jane Ellen and Adam Cravens. A podcast that lets you know what's worth watching and what's not. From the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center, this is Binge or Cringe. Hello and welcome to Binge or Cringe. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Craven. And on Netflix, there is something so delightful, even more delightful than I could have imagined. And it is a series starring... Zach Efron, and it's called Down to Earth. It is basically a documentary, and it's beyond good. Zach, Zach Efron doesn't always uh, uplift me because when I look at him, it makes me realize like what a disappointing physical specimen uh, I, I, I am yeah, like, I'm just sitting there going, you know, that little, little bit where like, uh, in arrow where like he'll, He'll do the the pull-ups on the bar and move it like steadily up. And I'm just sitting there going, my abs don't do that. What do my abs do? And then, yeah. then my abs like just kind of like throw popcorn at me and tell me to shut up. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's what my abs do. Okay. And by the way, he still has like a 16-pack because you get to see Like him. it's 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 ridiculous in, in a way that like a Marvel superhero has yes. abs. He has abs. Yes. Anyway. This is what, there's so many good things about it. Okay, first of all, sadly, it's only eight episodes. There is an agenda to Zac Efron down to earth, and I think it is a marvelous one. Is it that he wants all of us to watch The Greatest Showman? Yes. Oh. That's well. it. Thank <laughs> you for listening. And spoilers. <laughs> Scene. Um, and the agenda is, this place is doing this or that. It can be done. This is a really good idea for the planet. Why not give it a shot? That's an underlying theme, and it's not wrong. And it's not shoved down your throats, but it is there. And it's also a good point. Yes. Uh, he visited Iceland. I don't know a lot about Iceland, only I know Iceland is green and Greenland, Greenland is icy. I, I do know that if Netflix asked me to visit a country for a show, I would probably say yes. I mean, Absolutely. I, I, I know enough. Th I know that. About mm -hmm. it. And apparently on an island in Iceland, which is also an island. Wow. I just blew my own mind. Highland, Iceland. Because of the way uh, there are volcanoes around Iceland and yet it's up north, like way up north. So it's also cold. There are parts of it where the earth bubbles and, and where it's near a volcano, but it's not a volcano. You can cook food in the earth, and they have harnessed the power of water and uh, the energy from the volcanoes. This this really sounds like one of those late night like infomercials. Yeah, it's like, harnessing the power <laughs> of the earth. We have the new Cooktron Four Thousand. Allow you to roast a chicken, fry a chicken. Here, Gary, Gary, bring it over here. Look bring at this. Chicken. Look at that chicken. It's a chicken. Oh my goodness! I've never it had was, a chicken. It like was this. cooked from the earth. Here, show them, show them, people. Look at that. How is that good, Gary? Oh my goodness! It's the best chicken I've ever had. <laughs> you can have this with four easy payments. Just thirty nine ninety nine. Easy payments. Just come, come. Bring your, bring your debit card, credit card. Uh, no CODs. Um, and act now. Act now. 
act now. So here's the thing. Um, this island, they, they use zero fossil fuels. Everything is run from the power generated from the earth, which is fascinating. That, and, and just that the just, fact that it could be done. With no, like, okay, Cookville, Tennessee. Um, we do not run free of fossil fuel. We do not. And I mean, it's we're not we're not a small town, but we're definitely not like a big city in in, in the same way mm-hmm. that whenever I say big city, what that conjures to you. I don't I don't think we could run without fossil fuels. But you're telling me that this place that has infomercials mm-hmm. for yeah. chicken cookers that run off the earth can do it without fossil now, fuels. Part of the thing is because they have active volcanoes. I mean, which I'm going to be, I like it boring, Jane. Um, yeah. As, as much as uh, younger me probably would have complained about like needing a little bit more excitement uh, in their life, to know that it's not a concern that volcanoes are going yeah. to pop up in my backyard. Hashtag volcanoes. I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with that. I'm okay with it. So apparently... Part of the reason why Zac Efron is extra buff is he met this guy named Doug. And Doug wrote some healthy living thing. And they apparently became brothers from another mother. And so he and this Doug guy are traveling around with a crew of, let's say, five. It's called Down to Earth, not just because it's about the Earth and it's down to what the Earth needs. But Zac Efron and his friend are so accessible I felt like I was in the car with them in that they're driving up to a place. It's like, this doesn't look like Earth. It's like Mordor. Well, Mordor was uh, Middle Earth, wasn't it? Uh." You know, everything had a reference that you and I would have made. And that in itself was refreshing. And I loved it. They went somewhere and a guy came up to them. Again, I know how films are made to an extent, as do you. You have to get clearance from these people and all this stuff. Oh, I assume you do. I've I've never done it, but, you know. And so uh, there is a little bit of a voiceover, not a lot. And Zac Efron's going, you know, and -and so-and-so works for the park here. And I'm sure is a font of information. Everything they ask the guy, he didn't know. So uh, how many visitors do you get here a year? Uh, I think it's safe to say a lot. So, how many gallons of water does the the waterfall you know generate or whatever? Uh, I don't speak in gallons. Okay, <laughs> how many liters? Um, I don't know. That's, that's uh, <laughs> well, te- technically nobody. Uh, yeah, nobody. I speak whale. In gallons. <laughs> I, I speak uh, really poor English. Um, that's that's about it. Yeah. Uh, there's some comedy to be had. This is certainly not a dry documentary. They were doing one about water, and this sounds ridiculous. Water? Hmm. And they visit the first ever water sommelier, and he has them taste all these different waters. And apparently, when you have a water that is purified, it is purified of things like magnesium that should be in it. And sure, when, yeah. when you get something like Fiji water or Evian or maybe Voss, there's still, I'm not sure if they decided that's tap water or not, but it has allegedly not been purified. So wherever it came from has the sodium and has the magnesium and has all the other elements that are supposed to be in water. And each of the waters 
actually taste different in a way that is unlike that you think water may taste. And uh, though, even though water is technically a odorless, tasteless substance. Yes. And that in itself was fascinating. And they started talking to a, a guy in France. And this guy is a huge deal, but he's someone that you just wouldn't know who he was. And I, know, I won't even go into saying all of it. But this guy is a huge deal and a big get for the documentary. And so they ask the first question. And then one of the crew says, I need to recheck Zach's mic. And the guy leaves. Why did you even let me start talking? I hear one of you is famous. I don't know which one it is, and I really don't care. I have a lot to do, and you're wasting my time. It's like, whoa! Unexpected! Ouch! Yes, I mean, I still feel kind of bad about it. And uh, it all got fixed and stuff. But... While they're there, they do do <laughs> do do. They do some interesting food stuff, but for the most part, they visit different countries where they talk about something that is of import to your life and show how other people may be doing it or they explain about it. They talk to people that live there obviously, and it's just it's not off-putting. You're getting an education, but it's not dry. And Zac Efron, just being Zac Efron, he's quite effervescent. Quite effervescent. I, I would not I would not know how to do that. Yeah. I, effervescence is something no one has ever uh, accused me of. And the reason I know he has the 12th pack is while they were in Iceland, they went to a Hilton and they got a Viking treatment. And you start... 15 seconds in frigid water, and then you go to the hot water, and then you go to the massage. Now, I don't know what the 15 seconds in the cold water does for you, but they did it anyway. So there you go. Uh, down to Earth, Zach Efron, totally worth your time. You're listening to Binge or Cringe, brought to you by Hinson Oakley Family Dentistry. Jane Ellen talking with Adam Cravens about what is worth watching on TV. And the other thing is... Two words I never thought I'd say. Warrior nun. I mean, there were flying nuns. I know. I know about. Um, and it's so funny you mentioned that because there's a guy in this, plays the cardinal. And I actually had to look it up to check. I thought, isn't that the guy from the flying nun? It is not the guy from the flying nun. That would be, that would be a too, too on point. But I really wished it was the guy from the flying nun. Okay, so... Warrior Nun. It's it's really reach, it's it's on Netflix. It's really reaching for a certain demographic because the first song it goes to is by Billie Eilish. Sure, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, you would hate her. Okay, I'm just telling you. You would you would have no you would have no tolerance for any Billie Eilish nonsense. That's that's essentially like every modern uh, any any star that my kid likes. Uh, I I just I try to. I try to, you know, be, inform myself about it so I can just be like, oh, yeah, them. And then after 15 seconds, I'm just like, uh, please no. Yeah. Uh, so, again, really, they're really going after a certain demo. And this is the thing. There's a secret organization, only they're not the Knights Templar, but they're kind of like the Knights Templar. Which is itself, like, basic, kind of cool. basically the... 
kind of your, your, your go-to for yeah. secret organizations. So imagine the Knights Templar are women and they're nuns, but they're not all nuns, but they're creatures of habit. And <laughs> Tip your waitress. Tip your waitress. <laughs> I'll be here all week. And they are the OCS, the Order of the Cruciform Sword. So the legend has Which it. Which is a cool name. It is. Legend has it. That there was some woman, and, and she found God, and she started fighting for God, and doing this and that, and she's about to die on the battlefield, and an angel says, oh no, she has too much work to do, and so the angel appears and removes its halo and inserts it in her back. And so, as each person with the angel halo in them dies, it goes to someone else. And when you have this halo in you, you are faster, stronger, all that stuff. And you can see the demons so you can kill them. Oh. Well, I know. Wait, why do I want... Okay, so here's the enough. very interesting part. That that part was pretty interesting. It should be more interesting than it is, but the premise exists that it could be really good. It is moderate. But then again, I am not a teenage girl. Not Nor am I. Nor am I. But I expect more from it. So here's the thing. Um, it starts out with a voiceover saying, I've often dreamed of what I've looked like myself dead, and I'm above my body, and oh, there I am. And so the heroine is dead, and her name is Ava. She was a quadriplegic who died at the age of 19. We find out an evil nun killed her, but enough about that. That's, so That seems like at least... A, a horrors movie, horror movies worth so, of, of you've narrative. got stuff going on, demons, and you know the, the truly ninja nuns. And the the nun who had the halo in her was killed in battle, and they had removed it, and they were about to put it in the successor when something happened, and they had to take it and run. And so they end up in the morgue, and the person who had it decides to hide it in the dead girl's body because it could not be, I, you couldn't find it. It doesn't resonate if it was in skin or something. Oh. oh so uh. they put it in the dead girl's body, and then the one who put it there, of course, gets killed by a demon. And everybody leaves. Dead girl wakes up and goes, I can walk? I'm alive? I mean, that would, if I was dead, that would be the first thing I went with. But then... I can walk would probably yeah, be the second. Yeah, and I can walk through walls. What? Okay, that would be new because I can't. Yeah, I can't do that now, and I'm not not dead and have the ability to use my leg. Right. So, uh, and then she finds a cute boy, and and everything's beautiful, but she doesn't know anything. So you've got the nuns looking for her because she doesn't know what's in her. She doesn't know what's going on. And then you have the is she or isn't she evil scientist who's trying to do something with the same material that's in that halo, something to do with her son. I kind of missed that part. And then you have the cardinal who clearly has his own agenda. And then you have the really cool priest. And there's a lot of fighting. And someone named Lilith, who is the least likable because they named her Lilith, obviously, sign pointing to the dislike. And... There's a mild narrative from Ava, the main character. It has potential. It appears to be filmed in Spain. It's supposed to be in Spain. Or at the very least, a location that is Spain-like. Yes. It's not filmed in the streets of L.A., I can tell you that. 
And again, it has potential. It has not yet delivered on it, but I like the difference of it. I find that intriguing. It is one of those very dark, as in, what are they doing? It's so dark. Is my brightness up? Can I? What's happening? It's one of those. It's really dark. Ver, ver, not not just narratively. No, no, just it's like, just dark. I can't see anything. And they're all wearing black, and it's just, it's really dark. So... You know, obviously, Ava, if they remove the halo from her, she could die, or maybe she won't die, but she probably will, because she was dead before, but, you know, the halo chose her, or did it, and it's like, eh. Again, it's not fantastically written. It's kind of written like a really smart 14-year-old girl wrote it. That's a very specific type of... Yes. Writing. Yes. And while it's not laughable and it's acceptable, it's lacking something. For instance, Buffy, which I'm rewatching because it's awesome. Buffy, uh, mind you, has the touch of gold of Josh Whedon, but tells the life of a teenage girl, much like this one, who has special powers. And yet it is uh, the language of the entertainment is a bit more elevated than this one this one you can predict all of the lines that's that's always fun like yes i i i i really have a hard time committing to things or enjoying things whenever it's basically just narrative clichés right it's quiet too quiet you know, there's just a lot of that stuff happening that I find is distracting. And Ava, the lead, has gone to the Kristen Stewart Bella Thorne School of Facial Expressions. Which is to say, none. Slack-jawed. None. Eyes okay. open. All right. All right. I find that a little, little irritating. But again, an intriguing, an intriguing... uh thing so much so i thought maybe was this a comic book or something i have not yet looked it up to see it apparently is very popular on the netflix right now well i'm i'd say netflix is probably enjoying a lot of popularity the more and more people that that are home um but it's and i there's only a finite amount of times you can watch everything else so that's true however i can rewatch john mulaney on netflix a multitude of times, and I have. There are certain shows that do have more watchability or yes, rewatchability. Yes, so far this doesn't have one. But I'm sensing that. But there is a possibility for this to be good, like really good. I don't know if it's going to get a second season, but there's a possibility. Or maybe I'm just too harsh a critic. I don't know. And yet, I watched all of the episodes. It's not so bad that I said, oh, I can't even. I kind of wanted to know where they're going with it. Because but, sometimes it's quiet. Too quiet. Which is, yeah. which is a line I've heard in, I don't, I don't know how many different... Is she coming with us? Not now. But she will. She will. I mean, maybe they're just copying and pasting from like a... A book of cliches. Now, it was kind of funny when one of the nuns, who's not a nun, um, pushed her off a cliff. 
to her death. I mean, sure, that that old Jim. That was kind of funny. It's a ba- basically the you know seltzer water on a on a unicycle. And she knew she wouldn't die because of the thing in her back. And sure, and yeah. there was some name calling. That was kind of funny. I, I mean, if if you're not gonna die from that fall, yeah, I could see that. Did you come to convince me to go back with you? Nope. Kick uh, you. Okay, that was like the highlight of it As all. you wish. <laughs> yeah. Um, but other than that, uh, it it needs a little more oomph. The fight scenes are nice, and you've got the glowing of Sting. You know, you've got the blue glow yeah. when orcs are near. Yeah. That's happening. Just needs a little more something-something. Well, it sounds like they definitely copied things and stole cliches that are very popular from other things that were done much better. If I had written this in high school and turned it into the drama teacher that I didn't have, I would expect to be lauded for how awesome it was. Now, as a grown-up person with a job, and my job was to write this script, and for, I turned for this Netflix, in. Netflix, somebody would probably just be like, uh, you didn't try. Yeah, do this again, but better. Yeah, I'll give you the George Lucas direction. Make it better next time. Just do it better. Uh, faster, more intense. Better. That aside, it's not awful. There you go. Oh, that's... That aside, that's, it's not awful. Sometimes that's as good as it gets. So, Warrior Nun, not awful. Zach Efron, Back to Earth, oh, yes. It's a big yes. Watch it. And not just because it's aberific. Watch it for the... Um, Which is not a word. It, um, it is now. Watch it for the Middle Earth references, the Smeagol imitations, just all of it. Multitude of reasons. Yes. And Zabarific. So, that has been your Cringe. Thank you for listening. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. You've been listening to Binge or Cringe. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center.